0: Welcome to Abracadabra, a personal and spiritual development podcast designed to inspire, expand, and empower you as you traverse your inner work. I'm your host, Jazz Borey. I'm an astrologer and a coach with a community full of 21st century women who are brave, curious, and obsessed with living in alignment with what their soul came here to be. These episodes are an invitation to your next breakthrough and a catalyst for a deeper conversation with yourself. So join me in exploring the topics that fuel the fearless pursuit of your soul purpose. Welcome back to the Abracadabra podcast. Today we have a conversation with one of my most favorite people in the world, Samantha Daly, a dear friend and fellow coach and colleague of mine. We actually have a course together called Cosmic Cash, a course that we led uh, in 2020. And uh, we talk a lot about money. Well, we talk all about money in that course. So If you haven't purchased that course yet, you can actually go to my website and always purchase it. It's always available. But I um, am excited to have you listen to this beautiful conversation that we had today, which is part two of a conversation that we had over on her podcast, Make Shift Happen. We talk in this episode really just about the inner work that is required in order to be successful that's really what we're talking about. We're talking about it in the context of our own journeys in the things that we've learned and just how integral personal development and spiritual development and knowing who you are and getting in the driver's seat of your own life and understanding the nuances of yourself and your soul is when it comes to Creating success, whether that be in a career, in a business, um, in a family, in a relationship, whatever it may be, we really talk about the magic that is required for manifestation to occur. And if you are somebody who is in business and maybe struggling right now, or you are just struggling in your career in general, you don't have the level of success that you truly desire and want, this episode is really going to expand you. And I think that knowing what this conversation entails, it's going to allow you to really see just how important the inner work is. Sam is a business coach. She is a life coach. She's a manifestation wizard. She is someone who has so much knowledge and she's coming onto the podcast to share it with me and with you. We talk about her personal journey. We talk about how she went from earning, you know, $15,000 a year to now running a multiple six-figure business and growing She is a digital CEO, she is a esoteric entrepreneur, and she is somebody that inspires me over and over and over again. I am so lucky to call her my friend and she just has so many powerful pieces of wisdom that come through in this podcast. So as I said, if you were just someone who is like, I just want to be successful, give me all the strategies. I want you to just stop for a second and listen to this episode. Because we're going to bring you back to the real, real of being successful and having an incredible career that's aligned with your soul purpose. And spoiler alert, it's got to do with your inner work. So join Sam and I for this incredible conversation. And uh, before you guys jump in, I do want to remind you that speaking of the inner work, the Star Society, my membership is actually open for enrollment right now. As you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, we have two more days until we close the doors. We only open the doors for the Star Society once every three months. So if you don't jump in now, you won't have the opportunity to do so for another three months. And the Star Society is a place where all my astrology, inner work, soul development, personal development stuff lives. All I do in there is teach you how to get closer to what your soul came here to be so that you can align yourself with it and manifest the life that your soul came here to claim. Yeah. Who doesn't want that? Everybody wants that. (laughs) And it's a community full of women who are also doing that alongside you. So if you're looking for a place to help you gain some momentum as you uncover who you are so that you know what to do, then this is the place for you. We talk all things astrology, of course, being our main guiding tool. So if you are an astrology novice or if you're someone who loves astrology and wants to really find a framework to work with it that's exactly what i teach and guide and do inside of the star society so with that said head down to the link in the description so you can grab your spot before doors close doors will officially close at midnight on sunday the 3rd of july so love you guys enjoy this episode and I'll see you in the next episode next week. I'm not going to give you an outro after this. So enjoy this incredible conversation with Samantha Daly. All right. So it is bright and early here as you're, as I'm recording this and as you're listening to it. If you're catching us on the video, you will see that it is cold where I am and it is not where my beautiful guest is. I want to welcome to the podcast, the beautiful Samantha Daly. How are you, babe? Hi, I'm doing so well. It is hot as balls here,
1: actually. (laughs) It's like 40 degrees. Um, I don't know if you noticed,
0: but I'm wearing my Sagittarius shirt. Ah, You are wearing a Sagittarius shirt. If you guys want to clock us, I do want to just remind everyone that we put these interviews out on YouTube. So um, you can come and watch the podcast and watch our conversation if you'd like. The links are always down in the description. So I am so glad you're here. We're actually having part two of a conversation that we've already started over on the Makeshift Happen podcast. Um, and that came out a couple of weeks ago. So I wanted to bring Sam on and continue this conversation about purpose and following your dreams and manifesting the reality and the business and the career that you really came here to manifest. And uh, before we jump into all those things, I do ask my guests a question. And I know you've been on the podcast before, but this is a new question that I'm loving, loving asking everybody is what had to happen in order for you to become the Sam that you are today?
1: Ooh, I love that question. So many things. Mm, What had to happen for me to become the person that I am today? I think I had to, I had to learn to live my life fully just trusting myself. Like everything that I've, everything that I've achieved, everything that I've been able to create, co-create in this lifetime is because... I trusted myself. Like even when it didn't make sense, there were so many moments where fuck it moments where I was just like, okay, (laughs) I guess this is what we're doing now. This is where we're going. This is what is being asked of me. Trust, 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 trust. I always say self-trust is my number one business strategy. And so, yeah, I think learning to really, really, really deeply trust myself is what had to happen.
0: Mm. Have you always trusted yourself or has that been deep work that you've had to do?
1: I think I have always trusted myself on some level. Obviously there's been bigger things and moments that have arose in my life that really pushed me and kind of made me forced me to like meet myself at a new edge of how deeply I could trust myself. But like in Human Design, I'm Sacral Authority, I'm a manifesting generator. So I think before I even knew the languaging around it or any of the reasoning behind it, there was always a a part of my design that was like, gut instinct feels correct. Let's go with it. Um, And a lot of people ask me, you know, like early on in the journey, how I was able to decline my corporate job offers right out of college and say like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to move to Europe for the guy that I met on Tinder and like, just see what happens. Like that was like a huge, bucket moment that a lot of people would have really grappled with and I didn't have any of the language or understanding that I do now but I think that's an example of always kind of having this piece of sacral authority of of inner trust of like no it feels right so I'm just going to do it but mm-hmm. of course like I said there's been bigger things where I've had to meet myself at new edges of my comfort zone and be like how much
0: do I trust myself? You know what I mean? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Cause like, that's my life. I I wouldn't say I've always been someone who's trusted that gut feeling. Like my intuition, I think is something that I've always sort of struggled a little bit with, but I do really resonate with, well, this is what I want to do and I'm going to do it. And I think that I don't know. One thing that I get a lot from my audience, and I know you get too, is like, you seem so confident. How do you just do this? Like, and I think that confidence can be the result of really deep self trust, and also, I mean, it's very sage what you're talking about right now. Like that sacral, I want this. I'm going for it. I'm running towards it. Like sages run; they don't walk. Like the archetype is a horse that's like running. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like you guys aren't standing still. So it makes a lot of sense that there was this innate uh, ease to a certain degree of like, well, I'm not grappling with this. This is what I want. And it would be more painful to say no is kind of what I'm hearing, right? Because that's what I always tell my clients too. It's like if it's scarier to say no. (laughs) And all you have to do is like think five steps ahead. You know, what happens if you stay the same? What happens if you change? Which one's scarier? I feel like that's a really easy tool to, or really like easy technique for you to just shift into. And I guess I want to sort of dive into how we I mean, how do you in those moments of pain, in those moments of uh, instability, in those moments where you're like, shit, I'm at that edge, that new edge, what do you do to ignite that instinct, that sacral energy, that trust, confidence, whatever it may be? What do you typically do in those moments? I wish I like had something
1: fancy and fun And cool for you guys to do to be like, so I get these items out and I put them in a circle and then I say these three things and I, you know, wave my wand and then that's what I do. But it's like, honestly, just not as cool as that, but it's really just like a conversation with myself. You know, like we, before we jumped on, we were kind of talking about the, you know, the crazy real estate market and I'm in the process of trying to buy a home. And there's a lot of moments in in that journey where i've had to like meet myself at a new edge of like oof okay what would it look like to you know increase our price range could we afford this like all these types of things and so when i get to a place like that It's really just a conversation with myself. I had one like literally this morning in my bathroom. I was doing my makeup. I was thinking about this place that we saw that I really want that's like over a $100,000 above my original budget that I had set. And I ran the numbers in my mind and I figured out like, you know what? I actually could really afford this place, but there's a piece of me that is lacking the full sense of trust uh, just to just like go for it. And so it was a conversation with myself of simply just like reaffirming the things that I already know to be true. Like your desires are on purpose. They are the language of the soul. There's a reason why you're attracted to this place. There's a reason why you're being asked to stretch, you know, trust yourself. You're not going to just stop making money in your business. You know, like... Don't be afraid of the worst case scenarios. Lean into who you know yourself to be and the proof that you have of what you're capable of. Trust in your power. Believe in the universe. You're always supported. Like just reminding myself of all of these things. Mm. And then I look myself in the mirror and I'm like, yep, okay, we got it. We're moving forward. Like it's done.
0: Mm. And I think that it is that simple, right? Because I kind of asked that question a little facetiously. Like, because I know that there is no like practice. There is no like get this crystal and chant this mantra. I think that practices in moving through your shit, your stuff, right? When you're scared and you're in scarcity or you don't know which way is up and you don't know where to go next and you just in uncertainty in general is really coming back to any and all of the practices that are available and I think it does come back to that reminding ourselves of who we really are you know I say this to my clients all the time I'm like don't forget who the fuck you are you know like do not forget everything that you've already overcome I have so many clients who have quite frankly, been through trauma, you know, real trauma, loss of really close loved ones. Whenever I meet a woman who has moved through like the loss of a mother and they're like telling me that they're scared to ask their boss for a raise. I'm like, are you kidding? Like you, like not in a bad way, but like, I'm like, you have like piece of cake, you know, like we have to remember, I think, where we've come from, what we've overcome. And I think that no matter whether you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth or whatnot, we've all been through something. And I think it's about sort of drawing on like where I've been, where you've been, where what you've overcome and remembering your own strength, I think is really integral to self-trust. Do you agree?
1: Yeah, totally. That's what I have to like remind myself of when I'm in a moment of feeling like, you know, I want to be expanded. I want to stretch myself. I want to step outside of the comfort zone into this new arena. And there's fear there. It's like reminding myself of of who I am and what I'm capable of and returning to not only self-trust, but also trust in in the universe and in my path
0: and in my desires, because I know Mm -hmm. that it's all on purpose. Correct. So correct. I like can't agree more. And I think that sometimes we forget that even if we fail or change our mind, like I had a client yesterday and I love giving my clients like examples because I feel like it's so important for people to hear like this happens with everyone, no matter where you're at in your business, your career, your life, but she is starting to become a coach and she has an astrology business, like a mystic business. And she's like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And she's halfway through her coaching certification, which, if you do any coaching certification, it's a very big investment, um, particularly, you know, if you're at the beginning of your career. And she's like, you know, am I wasting all this time? Am I wasting all this money? Like, I can't believe I don't want to do this anymore. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, she started getting really angry at herself. And I just asked her to sort of zoom out for a second. I was like, babe like what you've done in your previous careers, has that helped you in your time as an astrologer? And she was like, oh my God, yeah, like totally. If I hadn't done this, this, and this, like I don't think I would have been able to connect with people as easy as I had or whatever it may be. I was like, cool. So doesn't everything just lead you to exactly where you're meant to be? You know, like everything is skills that you are going to like require in order for you to fulfill your purpose. Because as far as I'm concerned and what I've witnessed in my own life and the life of others and the study that I've done, your purpose is not something that is ever going to pass you by if you're in pursuit of it. If you're complacent with it, it's just going to sit on the shelf. You have to grab it. But if you're in pursuit of it, it's happening. Like It's going to come to you and you're going to be on that journey to get everything that is required in order for you to have that thing. And so what I want to ask you is how do you feel <clears throat> how do you feel about failure? Firstly, that's my main question. And I'd love for you to speak to the moments where you've changed your mind on something and then gone on a different path or Uh, I just want to speak into those moments where it gets really, really hard. But when I say really hard, I mean those moments where you're like, actually, I don't want to do this at all. Because I know that you went to college and you were going to do all of this like corporate thing. And then that was not a thing. But has that happened even on a micro level? Like where else has that happened in your life? And what did it lead you to?
1: Mm. This question is so complex. Okay. Yes. 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 So failure, as you know, is like relative. (laughs) It's like such a weird concept. And I was thinking, I was actually thinking about this the other day because there's, you know, reels and TikToks all the time about like, you know, you can't be afraid of failure, all that stuff. And I was like thinking to myself, (laughs) this is going to sound like so egoic, but I was literally thinking like, have I ever failed? (laughs) Like literally like, is there a time that I've ever really felt like, oh fuck, like I just totally like failed. And I really struggle to like pinpoint times in my life where I feel like I've failed. Not only because I was, and still am sort of an overachiever, but (laughs) because I think even in the times where it was like, oh, maybe I was failing, I didn't really ever look at it like that. And I, and I I wish that I could say like, that was so enlightened of me and so wise of me and so intelligent of me. But like, it wasn't, I don't, but I don't know why I had that. I don't know where that came from, but I just like, haven't really ever looked at those moments in my life and been like, that was a failure or like, I really fucked up, you know, or that was bad, or that was a waste of time. Um, Are there things that, you know, I would have done differently or I would have done more swiftly totally I think like leaving jobs and leaving relationships knowing what I know now I could have gone if I could go back like I would get out of those things sooner but that's because I'm smarter now I'm more aware now and I wouldn't be that way if I hadn't stayed in -hmm. those places for the amount of time that I stayed so also it's like you know it's this catch-22 so yeah I I I don't think that there's any moment in my life where I look at it and I'm like, oh, that's a failure. But I definitely can pinpoint these maybe like pivotal moments or like turning points where something that I was allowing or experiencing in my life was not serving me anymore. And it was maybe kind of like bringing me down into a bad place and... I chose to get out of there. I chose to pivot. I chose to move in a different direction. I chose to go somewhere else. And so for me, those are like successes. Those aren't failures. That's like me recognizing the things that aren't working and choosing to do something different. And, you know, to your question, that a big one was obviously, you know, having done my whole college degree studied marketing and public relations and, you know, feeling like that was going to be my career and then kind of realizing, oh shit, I don't think I really like even like know if I want to do this on a deep level and I'm afraid to just like start this career path if I'm not totally certain about it. But I, and and so I, I abandoned that and I was like, bye, (laughs) I'm going to Europe and we'll see what happens. And maybe for some people that was like a failure moment of like, you know, you, you got this whole degree, you spent a lot of your money and a lot of your parents' money on, on higher education. And then you just like abandoned it and didn't use it. But for me, it was a moment where I was recognizing something that wasn't serving me something that was going to bring me down deeper into a a darker place of not enjoying my existence. So I pivoted. So I chose to do something different. And of course, as you asked what happens next, all the good stuff, you know, Mm. all of the magic is what happens next. I moved to Europe. I got to date my boyfriend who I had been long distance with for a year you know, I met incredible people. I became fluent in Spanish. I traveled all over Europe. I built a home. I got a dog. I built a a life in Spain and it was magical. It was so magical. I'm so glad that that quote unquote failure led me to a pivot that changed everything. And even things like in my business, you know, when I was starting to feel really drained and burnt out with one-to-ones and with so much life coaching it was like a scary moment of what if i don't want to do this anymore what if i don't want to coach people in this way or even in this topic maybe like what is that going to look like what does that mean for me like am i am i saying goodbye to everything that i've built like will i be able to make money what's going to happen next But I was recognizing something that wasn't serving anymore. Something that was bringing me down into a darker place of not enjoying my existence as fully as I knew I was capable of. Mm -hmm. So I pivoted. I chose something different. I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to own the fact that I'm really great. business coaching. And I've built a really successful brand and business. And I'm lit up and excited about coaching in this arena. And I'm going to stop telling myself that I'm not good enough to own that. And I'm just going to go for it. And I'm going to do it. And what happened? had the most successful launch of my entire career to this day. The first time I ever launched my business coaching mastermind, Abundant and Ambitious, was the biggest launch in terms of, you know, women inside the group and income and everything. So it's, and, and the, that process of running that program was like, my soul was on fire for four months. Like it was so, and I know you can relate to this feeling Mm -hmm. because your pivots in business have been like the things where you're like, ah, (laughs) like, I love this, you know, like, I know you feel this way about like P2P Mm -hmm. and like, you could be in that container, like, you want to be there every day. You want to be coaching that group. You want to be present. You want to be asking them how everything's going. You, It's because it's alive for you. So choosing something different after a point of quote unquote failure
0: always leads to magic, I think.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, yes. And it's like, these are the stories we will tell. That's what I'm hearing. It's like, these are the stories that we will tell. And it's what you're really speaking to is resiliency, really. Is this idea that something changes and it feels like it knocks you to the ground sometimes, it knocks you, uh, we call it like knocks you for six, like like out of the park, right? Like it's it knocks you down or even sometimes you can just feel a little wobbly. I think it's really easy for us to get in our heads about this And start to tell ourselves all the reasons why it's not going to work. And I totally agree with you. I've, I had those moments. I literally had a moment like that last month where I was like, do I actually, like, do people want me to business coach them? Like, do people even care about this? Like, is this going to be a good idea? Like, you're a fucking idiot. Are you throwing away everything that you've built? You know, what if I, I mean, I still talk about astrology, of course, but, um, you know, I did play with the idea of fully leaving the astrology stuff and just talking about, you know, entrepreneurship and business. And when I thought about that, it didn't feel aligned. It it didn't feel exciting to me. I still wanted to talk about astrology and, and whatnot. But what I'm hearing is like, resiliency is created through the process of being resilient. Just like confidence is created through the process of being confident. And You actually, this actually leads me perfectly into what I wanted to talk to you about as well, which was, I saw a post of yours, or I think it was a reel that you did like ages ago, and it was something along the lines of, you know, all the stories that people have, all the the stories that people have, all of the music maybe that they've written that they have put out it's like how impactful that those stories are on us and like what happens if we don't share that like what happens if we don't move and um you know explore and and share what we've been through and our wisdom and our genius and all the things and it kind of brought me back to something I say all the time which is you know there are people waiting for you to get your shit together so that you can help them. Like there are literally people waiting. Like imagine if Sam and I had decided like this was too scary and too hard. Like I have hundreds of people that I've served, and I know you have too, that have benefited not just from being in a an exchange of one-on-one session or course, but think about all the people that are listened to your like to the podcasts or watched a reel of yours. Like this is all part of impact. And so I'm hearing that too of like, it's so important that we share our wisdom. It's so important that we follow our hearts. It's so important that we create these lives that are magnificent because that expands other women. Because I know we work a a lot with women, but it expands the world. Like if you're out here, doing the damn thing. Like that's so important for like the consciousness of the earth. And I don't feel like people understand the flow on effect of saying yes to yourself. Like think about your favorite mentor, your favorite author. Imagine if they had been too scared. Like that, that makes me sad. Like that makes, I don't want to live in that world. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. That's what the the reel was about. It was like, imagine if they were so stuck in their heads of thinking no one wants to hear this, that they never put it out there. And it was your favorite song or your favorite book that you will always cherish and remember, or, you know, a story from childhood or something like Everybody is just a, a person, a human behind their art, behind their work. And we all have these insecurities and we all have these comfort zones that need shattering. And all of the things that we love most in the world and that have impacted us on a deep level came from someone just like you who also had to saddle up and be like, you know what? I don't care if people don't like it. I'm going to put it out there anyway. And collectively, like between you and I, you know, we've impacted tens of thousands of women between the podcasts and our programs and being on Instagram, on social media. Tens of thousands of women who have, even if they've just taken one thing away that changed their outlook on the world or affected their relationship to themselves or encouraged them to follow a dream or pursue a better version of the reality, that's a ripple effect beyond what we could even imagine. Mm -hmm. And then they go out into the world having this new perspective, this new way of looking at things, of trusting themselves, of believing in the divine guidance, the universe of knowing their worth, of putting themselves out there, of asking for what they want. And the people in their lives witness that and they get inspired by it. And they hear from them their story of asking for a raise or quitting their job that was draining them or pursuing their purpose or getting out of a toxic relationship. And it inspires those people. And the, the flow on effect, as you were talking about, is just absolutely fucking massive. And so there's tens, if not hundreds of thousands of women whose lives would not be affected had you and I sat in our little corners and felt sorry for ourselves that we were scared to put something out there.
0: Yeah. And I just invite everybody who's listening today to think about what you are not allowing the world to experience through your smallness. Because I think from that place, we get really humble and it's like kind of self-righteous when you think about it from that, that perspective to, to think that you get to decide whether somebody else values something. Even if that something is you or your offer or whatever, quite frankly, that's not up to you. (laughs) It's not up to you. Your job is to put it out there and express yourself and literally be the fullest version of yourself and do everything that you can and live in alignment with what your soul came here to be. That's going to be for someone like, that's just true. And I think it's about humbling ourselves, but also gassing ourselves up at the same time and saying, Hey, like I deserve this and it's important. I want to switch gears a little bit kind of, and I want to talk about, you know, it's funny how you just said we've both impacted tens of thousands, probably almost at the hundreds of thousands of people like between us. Right. and you mentioned how like I've done this pivot, you've done this pivot, we're, we're kind of pivoting. And it's so funny because we started our businesses really at the same time. Like we went full-time at the same time. And I'd love to know what's being conceived and designed and birthed into this next echelon of you and your business. I want to know what the palette of desires is what Tori Washington says. You know, what is the palette of your desires when it comes to this next version of yourself? Because it is a new beginning. And so I don't know about you, but I definitely feel like I'm like, there's a part of me that emotionally feels at like square one, like I did at the beginning of 2020. And there's some beauty that comes with that because there's excitement and all those sorts of things. But I'd love to know what this next phase, yeah, what the desires are, what the vision is. I'd love for you to just speak into that because I think it's important even if you are a business owner to be constantly evolving in your business, otherwise, you know, and in growing. So I'd love for you to just speak to Firstly, just the desires and the, and the vision that's sort of coming forth for you.
1: Yeah. So the next big thing in my world is going to be retreats. And the first one is coming at the end of 2022. And this is like, um, yeah, this is a cosmic conversation for us to have because you and I met on a retreat that I was helping to host. I was not the host, but I was helping to host the retreat. You were a guest Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it is on that retreat where we met. And so this was all the way back in 2018. And so at that time I was, you know, working for another influencer who was doing her own thing, running retreats. And even then I was like, this would be incredible to do someday. But at the time I was still teaching English full time. Um, You know, I was, Working for free, this this job was like unpaid, and I had no idea what I like envisioned myself doing if I could even be an entrepreneur. I didn't really know if that would be possible yet. So I had no business. I had no coaching certifications. I had no I had no nothing. Basically, the only thing I was doing at that time was I had a blog, and I was just putting little pieces of writing out there and sharing my heart. and, yeah posting on Instagram (laughs) and so it's it's been really it's been really cool to see this vision of retreats like finally come to life because for so long uh you know like my 335 journaling
0: process that I I do I literally do it like all the day like all the time like I literally did it two days ago (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. So when I first started that in my like five big goals for my life, like it's always been on there since literally 2018. Like I run transformational retreats for women in luxury locations. And so it's been wild to see how long it's kind of taken to get to the place of actually birthing it because I always felt like I wasn't ready yet. And for a while, you know, I knew that I wanted to build an audience first. I wanted to get into my business. I wanted more experience coaching, more experience like in the actual process of guiding people and doing all of that work. And so, initially, you know, I think that story was was true. I didn't want to invite people onto this big thing if I wasn't ready to really hold the space and know that it was going to be deeply transformational. But then my business started growing so rapidly and, you know, my coaching was like really effective and it was changing people's lives. And I was like, this would be so dope to do this in person. But then we had the pandemic, which, you know, fucked travel for so long. And it just like, made the itch so much stronger of like, oh my gosh, when is this going to end so that I can actually get out there and do this in-person work and invite these people uh, to be in this like sacred space and transform together somewhere like on an island. You know, I was so craving that. So it's been really cool, like for that to be the next um, desire and the next vision that's coming to life because it's been a really, really long time Coming, and I think for anybody that you know has had a dream on their heart for a while, just to like not give up on it and trust the timing and know that it's going to happen. Mm. When I was in, um, when I was in Tulum, I was in a a breathwork ceremony, and I had a really, really clear download. Like you need to be doing in-person retreats now. It was like very stern, firm, direct like stop dicking around basically. And this was a couple of months ago. So, um, I was like, okay, um, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then there I went, you know, I booked the villa, I planned it. The, the branding is getting done. Uh, the wait list is open. going to start selling spots very soon. Um, So there's a lesson there too, in following your desires and trusting your intuition. And when you're being guided towards something, like do it. I think there's no greater insult to divine guidance or the universe or your higher self, whatever you believe in, than asking for guidance or advice, receiving it, and then going, oh, you know, I don't really know. I think I'm just going to shelf that for a little bit <laughs>
0: like yeah there's no greater insult exactly I love how you. I wanted to speak to like the magic aspect of everything that you just talk to because obviously you teach manifestation and we you, you talk a lot about manifestation and all those things and I just wonder like this dream sounds so and what I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that it's it's so bold and like full. You know what I mean? Like when, when we think about retreats, like there is something that, and I know exactly what you mean, like a hat, that feeling of having to feel ready because retreats are something that I really want to do as well because of my experience on that retreat, right? Because I have yeah. to this day, and I've been to many, not many, I've been to a couple of retreats. And every time I go, there's this new level of transformation. It was actually been really hard for me to not travel and not have that space because it was so integral to me walking into the next phase of my life with power and clarity and just I I mean, I'm a Sagittarius rising. So for me, that's my superpower of like going somewhere on my own, having an experience That's something that really expands me and helps me shine in my life. And so retreats has been something I've loved to do. And I actually, it's funny because I had an opportunity to do it this year. I was going to do it. We had started planning it. I was going to do it with another babe. And we still might. I don't know. But she's had some pretty hectic life changes in her life. Um, And so I don't know if that's going to... work out. And there was a part of me that was like, oh, like I can't do this now. I can't do the retreats now. If she doesn't do it, then I can't do it. And then what was really funny is you came out and you're like, I'm doing retreats. Like literally. And I gave you permission, didn't I? Yes. And I don't know. And it's funny because I feel like I'm in that position where I'm like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm ready for that just yet. There's a reason why I felt like I had to have somebody else with me doing it. As someone yeah. who's like fiercely independent and like, whenever I've gone into collaboration with people, <laughs> it's never worked out, um, because I just <laughs> I think that I do it from a place of fear. That's why. I do it from this place of like, I'm not capable enough to do it on my own. on my own. And so I saw, like, I mean, it's very different with. With this friend. I mean, we've been talking about it for a really long time, and it's just like a way for us to collaborate in a really cool way. But even if we still do it, it needs to come from a place of like full abundance, like full overflow. It, It cannot come from a place, like, especially for me, if I do it in partnership, it just cannot come from that. I'm incapable of doing this without her. And so, as soon as you said, like, I'm going to do retreats, I was like, I totally fucking can do this on my on my own. Like, it's totally possible. Do I feel ready? Absolutely not. <laughs> like, absolutely not. I do not feel ready. But even through you sharing that story, it's again, made me realize like, it's okay if I don't feel ready right now, That that dream doesn't die if I don't do it this year. Like I could do it another time. Yeah. And it's, What it really brought online is something that I actually feel like I'm over ready for, which is I want to go and live kind of, but like spend a decent like month in another country, in another place. Like this is all stuff that I really, really want to do. And that conversation and even you sharing this now, it's like, it's allowing me to see it's okay to, to park that dream for a second to do the work so that you can get make that dream happen. I think we there's a difference between being scared and not feeling ready. And so what I'm hearing is you did feel, uh, there might've been a part of you that was maybe scared or something, whatever. But what I'm hearing is like, you waited until you received that, intuitive hit that knowing that feeling and moved from there. And I wonder how much you, or not so, not how much, but how do you encapsulate and utilize magic, not just like manifestation or whatever, but that the magic, like what you just explained is magical. Like you're in a breathwork session, you're getting this sound, Like that's fucking magical, Right. And I know you also have a lot of people on the wait list too. Like it's definitely going to sell out. Like it's 100% like going to happen. So, how do you utilize it? And how do you uh, listen to that voice and that magic? How important is that to you as you move through business? and And how important do you think it is to anyone who is moving through business?
1: Yeah, I think when, like I said before, there's no greater insult than asking for divine guidance, receiving it and then shelving it or saying, yeah, that's great, but I'm too scared now. Like whenever I talk about with my clients asking for a sign even, you know, um, we can ask for signs or communication from the universe whenever we want. And this is a form of real life magic, you know, communicating, being in communication in co-creation with the universe, asking for a sign. But I always say, don't ask for a sign unless you are prepared to move on the answer. So if you are going to sit there and say, I don't know if I should quit my job. I don't know what I should do. And you go and ask for a sign and then you receive your sign, (laughs) which is an indicator that yes, it's time to leave my love. And you go, nope, too scared. Can't. Like, that's not the way that this works. I think it's really, really important that if you are going to play with the universe and divine guidance, that you play by their rules in that you only call upon them when you are really ready to receive the guidance that they have for you and that you're willing to move on it and take action on it. I think that's so important. So when I, you know, there'd been a lot of time where I was like, I really want to do retreats and I hope the pandemic ends because, you know, then maybe travel will be easier and hopefully I can run retreats. But still I was not like looking for villas and like planning it because there was still a piece of me that was like, am I really ready? And my partner would always ask me like, when are you going to do a retreat? Cause he's like, so jazzed about the idea of retreats. He's like, (laughs) so into it. He like wants to help me plan it. He's like, you would be amazing. Like we have to do this. And so he'd always ask me, when are you going to do retreats? Like, when are you going to do the retreat? Are you thinking about like, what's the plan for this year? When are you planning the retreat? And I would always be like, babe, calm the fuck down. Like, do you even understand how much work it is? Do you even understand the magnitude of the planning that has to go into it? Do you even understand the organization required and the investment and the, you know, the travel logistics and everything. Like it is a huge, massive project. And so I would always kind of deflect his encouragement of when are we going to do the retreat? So even though I was desiring it, I was still scared. It wasn't like I was like so ready to just like go. So when I received that, that ping, it was Probably because I was ready, but I wasn't allowing myself to trust enough to actually move on it, to take action on it. So the universe, source, God, spirit, whatever you want to think of, came in through that breathwork ceremony and communicated to me very, very clearly. Like I said, it was stern, it was firm, it was direct, it was so... Clear, like there was no mistaking the message. You must be doing in-person retreats now. And it was like now. The now was like so strong. And so when it came out of that, I, I was still scared. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> like this means I have to move now because it's a it's a personal philosophy that I don't receive divine guidance and ignore it or shelf it or put it on the back burner. Like you know, it's here to help me, to serve me. So it's a time to rise, move beyond the fear, move beyond the doubt, and just go, go towards it. So that's that's my perspective on it. You know, I think if you want to play with magic, then you gotta you gotta be playing at the level of magic, which is gonna require some some work and and some breaking out of fear and doubt and comfort zones for you.
0: That's the title of this episode. Like, it's time to rise. Like, it's time to fucking rise. Like, no more sitting down. Yeah. No more saying to ourselves, you know, I am not ready. No, not, not, I'm not ready, but like, this isn't for me. And I have to wait because of this, this, and this. You don't have to do anything. You simply... Have to stand and move, right? Like you have, all you have to do is rise. That's it. And I think it's so inspiring to hear your story. And it's why I was so excited to come have you come on today and speak to everything that you've moved through, everything that you're creating, because you've been such an expander for me. And you have been so, like, from the minute I met you, like, even the fact that you were, like, working on this retreat, I was like, why do I want to do what you're doing? Like, I don't know. Like, there's, like, a part <laughs> of me that was, has always been really inspired by you. And Aww. I, I love that I get to walk this path with you. And I think that our conversations always... I always get people like coming over from from your audience and I feel like our audiences are really well connected. Like a lot of them know each other. And to be in relationship and like to be a peer of yours and the fact that we're like, the fact that I'm like, that you're my peer and colleague. Like I sometimes have to think like, I look at my friends and my my entrepreneurial people and I'm like, that's a manifestation in itself, you know? And it's such a reflection of our own journeys. And so I love having you on and speaking to your journey because I think people might look at us and see... uh, I think a lot of people might look at like both of our businesses and maybe even our working relationship and be like, oh, like that's one in a million or like that's that does, that's not going to happen to me. If I become an entrepreneur, I'm not going to have relationships like that. And I know you have relationships with other women that are very much like ours too and so do I. And it's like I never realized that this got to be a part of what I was creating and that I would genuinely feel so excited for your retreats. Like I'm like you running a retreat is like a win for me. Does that make sense? Mm. Like everything that that you do, every like course that you sell out, every time I'm like, okay, if Sam's doing it, then it's coming, it's happening for me. If this person's doing it, then it's going to (laughs) happen for me too because it's like we're doing not the same thing, but we're in the same industry. Um running that same race, you know, when we're doing our best to utilize all of this magic manifestation, spiritual business stuff. And it's just so incredible. And I think, and I know so many people are going to get very expanded and very inspired by this conversation because of how often you said yes to yourself. That's the only reason that gets to happen. So thank you. It's like
1: such a a joy and pleasure and honor to like be in sisterhood with you is like what it is, you know? And I think that's what you're speaking to. Like so much of the work that we do has allowed us to heal this sisterhood wound and actually feel, feel so happy and excited for other women who are winning and letting it be a symbol a beacon of light of what's possible and that it is available for us too and it's like so cool to just be in community with other women that genuinely feel that way for you and that are not watching you and you know then behind your back being like oh did you see and they're actually Mm -hmm. like yeah go babe like I'm so happy for you and the fact that, you know, even some of the, the things that I've been doing or sharing recently have been permission slips for you to be like, fuck, yeah, you know, like I do have this desire. I want to move to Bali for six weeks. Fuck it. Like I'm, you know, I'm going to go because I can do that for myself.
0: That's like so cool. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah it's like it's crazy it's like I want to like go to the retreat and like watch you you know what I mean it's like when you're like friends playing a gig I'm like I want to go like watch her do. you know like and just like, like, like yeah you know like that's how I feel like I'm excited to see like like I want to call you and be like how's it going like you know I I I get so excited for like my friends and I I get really sad when they like like I've had friends who have been in this industry who have kind of quit, you know, and and maybe they're not quitting forever, but I get really sad for them. I'm like, man, no! Like I want you to keep going. I want I want to watch you like continue to grow and have these amazing experiences. And I think that's I think that that healing of that sister wound, exactly like what you said, because I know we've both had listen to your episode on that, and I I know you know I have a lot of stuff around that too. But it's just, it's so healing when you get to live your purpose through your paycheck, as I like to say, because you get that opportunity to to, to get into relationship with so many different parts of yourself and so many different parts of other people. And it just is so incredible and so I'm just really grateful for you and this conversation and I know that this is going to yeah really help and serve someone who's like on that edge of like should I do this should I quit my job should I leave this person should I should I follow this dream should I whatever and that's really what I wanted to do um, for everybody today so if you could please let us know if people don't know already which they probably do just let us know what you have coming up, where we can find you, where we can work with you. Yeah.
1: So if you guys don't already follow me, you can find me on Instagram and on TikTok at underscore Samantha Daily. Um, The retreat is obviously coming at the end of 2022. You are more than welcome to get on the wait list. It's going to be, details aren't fully out yet, but it's going to be somewhere on an island in the Caribbean, white sand beaches, private Villa, right on the beachfront, gorgeous location, transformational experience. So if you'd like to add your name to the waitlist, you can find that at the link in my bio. You can find a of other goodies and courses and masterclasses and things at that link in my bio. The next thing that's probably coming out um, sometime around September of this year is going to be Abundant and Ambitious, which is my 16-week business mastermind for new coaches that want to build a spiritually-led coaching business and learn the A to Zs of how to run and rock this industry. So yeah, you guys can listen to the podcast too if you haven't listened. Jazz and I just did an episode like she mentioned at the beginning, which is kind of like the precursor to this episode so you can find that at
0: make shift happen podcast anywhere you get podcasts amazing yeah definitely go back and listen to that conversation we my god we talked about so many things and I love you that's it I love you so much thank you so much (laughs) for coming on as per usual like I feel like we need to do this like once a month you know yeah yeah more often for sure. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thank you so much, everybody for listening. Um, be sure to get, yeah, go down to the link in the description, check out all the goodies down there. Um, and we'll have all of Sam's links down there too. So love you guys and we'll see you in the next episode.